0: It's Carcon Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Carcon Carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Ostal.
1: And welcome to Carcon Carne. I'm James Van Ostal, and here we are. It is episode. 560, 560. Dear God, this is, by my calculations, the 243rd episode I've done from home since the pandemic started, which is bananas. Now, coming up in the next few weeks, well, first off, next week, I I teased this the other day. Without exaggeration, one of the biggest newsmakers of this year so far, this is not hyperbole this is not typical like radio bs oh no you got, you're not going to miss this seriously one of the biggest newsmakers of the year will be on this show within the next week also alligator records the venerable long-running chicago-based blues label alligator records is celebrating its 50th anniversary and to celebrate that we have a roundtable coming up next week with owner founder of alligator records bruce iglauer and shamika copeland Joining in on that, which is pretty freaking cool. Uh, also coming up, the editor of Spawn comic books. He works for Todd McFarlane. Thomas Healy will be on the show. Lots of cool stuff in the works as well. Uh, tell a friend, please. Why don't you? We're on Facebook right now as we're recording this. Carcoon Carney is also available on all podcast platforms and the YouTube, which the kids seem to like as well. Joining me tonight, it is four just devastatingly interesting and handsome men. They are the gentlemen of Fuzz Bucket. Good evening, guys.
2: Good evening. Hey, how's it going?
1: Nice to see it. You know, you describe your music as, quote, the soundtrack to the party in your mom's basement. Why do you have to come after my mom?
3: <laughs> no, we're not coming after your mom. Remember, like, when you would be at a party in your friend's mom's basement and there's, like, it's unfinished and there's Christmas lights up instead of real furniture? That's
1: I want to I go back to those days.
3: <laughs> Tell me about it. I just miss parties in general, man. I, I,
1: I want to actually, I, I guess the music of Fuzzbucket will transport me there. Yeah, it'll take it'll take me to a better place. I love the fact that you're drinking old styles, because when I think of you guys now, what's the video uh, where you guys are like shotgunning PBRs and beating the crap out of a, a, a out of a building?
2: Oh, that's yeah, a, yeah. And Colleen. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. We kind of just, you know, that, that's kind of our style and attitude, really. <laughs> yeah,
1: it um, is such a dude video. I mean, you're literally you're shotgunning beers. Then you're just like taking hammers and mallets to walls.
3: That was actually a really kind of lucky thing. So Teddy works at a, a studio and they were gutting it and they needed demo. Like they were going to have demo guys come the next day. So we said, Hey, can we shoot a video in there of us smashing it?
1: That's and amazing. Said, yeah. <laughs> that's, so yeah. Wish, then, that, that's wish fulfillment right there.
3: Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I literally couldn't
2: ask for a better situation. Yeah. <laughs> for a song like
1: that. (laughs) And I think before the pandemic, there was an actual business model where there'd be like rage rooms where you could pay like 15 bucks to like break glass or smash walls. There's an actual like entrepreneurial business model behind that. And you guys lived it.
0: It was was awesome. Yeah. It was almost as fun as... Axe throwing. I've done that before. I just smash
3: them or something. They're really cool. <laughs> yeah, we also heard like breaking glass. It was awesome. <laughs> There's nothing more satisfying than putting a telecaster through two glass windows or right? throwing like a snare
0: drum through some glass. <laughs> oh, I bet. Until so you realize you dented the snare drum. I had to, I had to <laughs> replace the entire bottom
3: rim of my uh, Superfine.
1: And I, what's the lesson? The drummers always get screwed.
3: That's right. I played that telecaster like three days later at a show.
1: (laughs) Well done. Yeah, you're talking about axe throwing. I'm that guy. I love, I I missed it this year because of uh, the pandemic. I love going to the Bristol Renaissance Fair. I I don't dress up. I I don't speak in in Uh, tongues. I don't don't walk around saying, you know, good day, my lord. But I I love like all that shit bows and arrows. You can throw tomatoes at a guy. You, you, You throw hatchets and stuff. I love that stuff.
3: I've never been, I haven't been to the Ren Fair. Cool. It's been a while. <laughs> I've always wanted to do
2: axe throwing. Uh, that's one thing I've never done, but there's one right down the street from us. Yeah. And I didn't discover that till after quarantine started. So I no definitely, way. yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. And it
4: like, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like off <laughs> Irving and Sister. There's actually. an archery range in the city, too. But.
1: Yes, I've been to that one. It's like uh, like by Humboldt, right?
4: Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So they're, It's they're, awesome. They're, there
1: are places to do that
4: stuff. You just got to seek them out. And then wow. you can go to the fair and show your skills. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there you
1: go. <laughs> but I, I, I love that. It feels so cathartic to, to throw stuff like that. So yeah. we're starting off by talking about violent stuff. We'll transition to, to more wholesome things. Um, You know, what really hooked me back into you guys, and I I think the first time I played you was uh, on Demo 312. was maybe four years ago. I played Creep um, yeah. a handful of years ago. Uh, but what hooked me back in is the song Takeout, which... I said it cheekily in the copy for the Facebook post when I, when I shared this video, but every now and then a song hits you because it accurately reflects your world at that moment. Uh, takeout is the world we are now living in. I can live on takeout food or I can live off takeout food. I don't even need to leave my room. That is us for the past 12 months. That is everyone.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: This is a one size fits all song for our COVID-19 lives.
2: Yeah. I think at one point it even talks about like not shaving or, you know, not even taking care of all like, your hair or anything. And I, I, definitely, you know, I have like no, no need to even worry about that. Yeah,
1: so like... See, I started when, when I, I work from home during the day and I, I realized how fortunate I am to be able to do that. But when I started, I was still getting dressed in the morning. I was still putting on jeans. I was still dressing like, okay, I'm working. I, I after about three months I'm like, no, I'm full pajamas or full Jogging shorts, like who am I even kidding anymore? And I shaved today because it, it's you guys. It's fuzz bucket. Uh, but
3: I put on jeans for you too, man. Thank you,
1: thank you. Right, now let's talk a little bit about the video for takeout. Um, sock puppetry. You're bringing it back.
0: Yeah, that was all Joe. <laughs> Joe, um, uh, Joe watches far too much of the Muppets, and he was. Dude, like, I
1: love the Muppets.
0: I've got That's this, this show. Awkward. I've got this idea, and the next thing we know, my basement has turned into an arts and craft fest and uh crafting a pretty, a pretty poor one really yeah and the next thing you know we've got a, a video of uh, sock
3: puppets
1: it's totally lo-fi it's it's adorable it's sock puppets as your effigies performing the song and it does look like you guys had a blast at michael's one afternoon and you just came home and busted out some glue and some yarn
3: um it was it, it really hard to find googly eyes. I was
4: about to say that's the <laughs> most important thing.
1: Yeah. Really?
3: I went to like four different stores to find googly eyes.
1: And by the third store, did you think, I'm an asshole? What am I doing?
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was determined to find googly eyes.
1: Because at that point, it becomes a mission. It becomes, yeah, I, I'm, not go, I'm not going back home until I get this, until it's <laughs> yeah. in my sweaty hand. Um, this song has been around for a while. You played it on JBTV a few years ago. Um, yeah. the video was just done last year. Correct. Uh, let's talk a little bit about takeout food because if, if there's one thing I know to be true, bands usually know the best places to eat cheap.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. I think, uh, one of my favorite places, I guess there are probably cheaper places out there, but it's, you get a lot of food for pretty good prices and bellows on Clark and Lincoln parks, like Clark and Dickens. Um, and I sort of came up with the takeout food song. I was eating a lot of mellows. I was eating RJ Grunts too, just right down the street. RJ <laughs> Grunts is in
1: his RJ Grunts is, that's a place I remember going there. My parents took me there when I was a kid. I'm sure everyone's parents yeah. took them there. I mean, that, that, that was my first real salad bar experience.
4: And I love RJ Grunts. It's the Gruntz. original <laughs> salad bar. And it's yeah, funny they because have, they have all the portraits on the walls. And for like two years, I was going there all the time. And I was like, they've got these portraits of like models. And I was like, what are all these models? And then I started seeing portraits of, the, portraits of the waitresses that were working there. And I realized it's all just a waiting staff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> you really do a good job hiring. Hey,
1: uh, do you guys have like a preferred hot dog place or a ho- preferred taco place? Like, also,
2: My favorite Mexican place in general is El Poblito. Shout out. Yeah, for real, <laughs> for real. Oh, man. And it's super cheap. And it's off like Cicero and Foster. And I always get... Pretty much get the exact same thing every time I go. I get a chicken quesadilla, two chorizo tacos, and an al pastor taco with cilantro and onion on all of them. And it's like 15 bucks. Oh, and an orange
3: burrito, and it's like 15 bucks.
1: I love burritos. <laughs> uh, the, the tamarind one, I just tried that for my first time like a year ago. That's, That's the
3: brown one, right? Yeah. 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 It's amazing.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And then lime. I think lime's a close second. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Right there with you. Uh, Teddy, you're, you're, uh, I guess we, we need your opinion.
0: Uh, well, as far as uh, the best spot, in my opinion, is uh, I'm a, I love burgers. And uh, Red Hot Ranch is my spot. And uh, my boss loves Red Hot Ranch. And uh, prior to the pandemic, I knew the daytime staff and the nighttime staff there. <laughs> like, I would walk in and they'd be like, hey, Teddy. They'd, like, there was one time, uh, I think they call her mama. Uh, she she works the the, oh, yeah, the, the, the <laughs> daytime. She's the fry cook. Okay. And she saw me pull into the, to the lot and she knocked on the, the window and was like, do you want one or two? <laughs> um, Cause you know, I'm either buying for myself or myself and my boss. And then I'm pretty sure I'd say 80% of the shows that Fuzzbucket has played in the city of Chicago, we've ended up at Red Hot Ranch. Yeah, probably yeah. in one shape for, yep. you know, another and it's almost (laughs) always the same staff at like
2: you know 2 30 3 in the morning it's always like pretty much just prince yeah (laughs) this dude who looks like prince who works there and we always call him prince (laughs) i don't know what his actual
0: name
1: is i i I love red hot ranch in fact back in the old days back pre-pandemic when i did this podcast in my car uh, i did red hot ranch with fort francis with nathan graham and Friday Pilots Club, I, I went there thrice in the lifetime of this podcast. Because yeah, I agree that place is awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely one of the. Best I worked, burgers. I worked, I worked over there for a while. So like that whole, I worked at Rax Tracks over there on Belmont and Ashland area. So that was good. We I ate a lot of Chicago's pizza when I was there. I've since found better spots, in my opinion. But like for pizza, yeah,
1: come um, on, thin, I with it. Let's hear it.
0: thin crust pizza. My favorite is Marie's. Um, oh,
1: and uh, Lawrence.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. good tavern style. Um oh, that or La Rosa's. But uh yeah, I like La Rosa a lot too.
1: La Rosa in Skokie, that place has been there forever. 1955. Like, <laughs> and they've got the the old oven there. That's like they, there's not much to look at when you walk in but the, they've got that old pizza oven when yeah, you I walk in the door.
0: Been in there, but Joe used to work for him
1: yeah. I actually as thin crust goes in the in the north suburbs, I think they're above and beyond most of the competition. Not
3: even close.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're really that good. The sauce is great. I'm right there with you. I, yeah. I think
2: they also I have... have Pequod's, too, for Deep oh, Dish yeah. up there in the north suburbs, too.
1: Uh, yeah, the original Pequod's in Morton Grove that's, is a favorite.
2: Damn, all the pizzas, all the <laughs> I,
1: I, I I love pizza. I See, I'm that guy. I, I love Pequod's. I love La Rosa. Uh, I, I love Lou's. But I'm that guy who thinks that really any pizza is OK. Like, there's obviously better pizza, but if you put ch- melted cheese on bread with tomato sauce in some way, shape, or form, I'm in. It's like, so you can't yeah, mess
2: that up. You know what I mean? It's just, like, classic. It's always
1: going to taste good. Right. There's, like, a baseline expectation, and then other restaurants are able to take you beyond that baseline expectation, like exactly. a Pequod, like yeah. a La Rosa. On
4: it. <laughs> <Or pineapple. laughs> I, I have
1: I have no problem with anchovy or pineapple.
3: Really? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm oh, I got a place I got
1: to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. My favorite is sausage, like by far. I, I just like a straight up sausage, maybe a little green pepper and onion on that too. But I, I, I can go, I can go on a tangent. I can go on a food tangent when it comes to pizza. I can be experimental.
0: Okay. Uh, when, I don't know if you saw the uh, cover for takeout. That's It's on Spotify and all that stuff. Um, but when we did that, uh, Joe and I literally went and ordered, you know, like we went to like 10 different spots throughout the city and La Rosa and, and then we put it on my table in my basement and took that picture. That's yeah. awesome. um, and it was like, right, you know, this is in the first month or two of quarantine. Yeah, sure. So, you know, it was still when everybody was all gung ho on, you know, like eat local. And obviously we st- wish that was still the case, but now that we're a year deep people have, forgotten
1: about that i don't know if they've forgotten about it i i think there's still a big push I, i'd like to believe there is at least to, to keep eating local right. yeah and support independent restaurateurs. tours I, I think that's super important i think now that more people are out in the world than there were eight months ago you're seeing more people going to five guys or whatever but i, I definitely think local businesses are a priority for people who give a shit about what they eat
0: yeah one of my favorite spots i don't know if you've heard of it, it's called Mother Cluckers. You ever been there? Oh,
1: I've heard of it. I, I My friend Abe swears by this place. It, it, it's if supposed to be fantastic. To the
0: car, that probably would have been my, you know, my pick. Oh, yeah. When uh, I moved, I lived on Clark Street for a long time by Wrigley. And then I moved out to uh, Cicero and, and uh, Foster or whatever over there, right near there. And it was prior to my wife moving in with me. And I had given all of my, like, Everything from my kitchen to a friend of mine who was like really hurting and had no money. I was like, my wife's coming with all this stuff. I don't need it. But I forgot I was living by myself for a month before she got there. Uh So I was at Mother Cluckers pretty much every day for a month straight. I got to know Tim, the owner, and his dad who passed a few years ago. But like that place is awesome. Are are
1: you over by Roma's now?
2: Yeah, we're not far. Yeah, a little, a little south there. Roma's is, is a solid choice as well.
1: Solid choice.
2: Incredible beef. Incredible beef. We love Roma's.
1: <laughs> they, they've got the uh, the hot dogs, the, the atomic combo.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. And don't hot, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't they have some hot dog that they get, like... I don't know if it's like no, that's what
1: he's talking um, about. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the hot dogs, like, a, atomic sausage, like the super spicy sausage, and they've yeah. got, like, the, the super right. hot jardinera on it. That is a sandwich right there. That is... Oh, yeah. That is a Chicago classic right there. talk
2: about all the time, the owner. Yeah,
1: talk about all the time. Every time I go there, the owner, I don't know his name, super enthusiastic, reminds me of the Hub skid on SNL, where they, like, every time you take a bite, juice. you like the juice, huh? Yeah, he likes the juice it's so the same true. feeling when I go to Roma's you like the sandwich I, no I love it it's a good sandwich right it is, it is. The, and he sits
3: with you just talking about it. Adam Sandler's one of them and I think Rob Schneider's the other one uh, yeah
1: Chris Farley's in that Mike Myers um, yeah. and Jason oh, Alexander sounds
4: like something fight
1: classic right <laughs> they brought it back yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thinking more about your music I, I love Pharmatopia nice oh yeah Big fat guitar soloing at the end of that one. And uh, you're working on new music. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we are. We've got a single coming out at the end of March, March 26th. And it's called disappointment. And it's going to be a video. It'll uh, be released on all, you know, the streaming platforms. And then we're also going to do a live stream from uh cat spit TV. Cat spit TV. Uh, yeah. It's a uh, super sick for that. This guy, Ken Paul, he uh, he's been around for a while. He's I think made his his name in the in the house scene. Did, did a lot of mastering in the house scene. And anyway, he had a record store. And when the pandemic hit, well, he had, had a record store and like a punk rock record label. And well, I shouldn't like you know he has a record label and uh, they do music. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, when. The pandemic hit he was like i have no way for my bands to do anything you know so he turned his record store in brookfield into a video studio basically and uh, put some really awesome gear in there and, and you know he's got a switcher and it's it's really well done
1: that's awesome and this is something I, i've come back to constantly over the past 12 months you know, finding ways to uh, finding new ways to do old things during this pandemic i mean he, yeah you can't wait for everything to get back to what we think is normal. You got to figure out ways to bully your way through it, tunnel your way through all the, the BS. It sounds like that's exactly what he's doing.
0: Oh yeah. He yeah. he he jumped on it, which was awesome. And we've just been able to, you know, ride along on, on the coattails a little bit there. But yeah. uh, So, so course, what
1: are you do, When are you doing this? On this March,
0: the same day, March 26th. Okay. Right.
1: By naming the new song, Disappointment, you lower the bar of expectation. So really, you're going to knock it out of the park.
4: Exactly. <laughs> you, will, you will not be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Know. So if people if people want to see the, the sock puppet video, if they want to watch you shotgun beers and beat the holy hell out of, out of a building, uh, they should check you out on YouTube. You're Fuzzbucket there. Uh, is Fuzzbucket Rocks the website? Is that right? Well,
3: yeah. The website is Fuzzbucket Rocks. Pretty much everything. The YouTube channel is called Fuzzbucket Rocks. Yeah, I think everything, Um, Instagram. Instagram is Fuzzbucket Rocks. Facebook is Fuzzbucket Rocks. Awesome. The brand.
4: (laughs) I will say say one thing about that video, though, is when we were beating up the drywall and stuff, I feel like every time I hit the wall, I hit... A stud yeah. <laughs> you know i like could not break through that drywall yeah. so there's like a one little piece that you see me in the video finally getting it yeah. it was like an hour of me just like you know it's like every four feet that just happened to be where i hit you can see it in the video
0: too there's this one shot where i go to hit a sticker yeah and like our sticker is perfect like the size oh. of a hammer and i missed it three times
3: <laughs>
0: and mike art the guy who edited it for us he uh he, was, he he left one of them shot them there, it. yeah, and shot
1: it, uh, and he's huge shooting huge. our video of
0: this that we're doing for uh, disappointment too. He's a great guy. Did he do the puppet video too? Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, damn! Yeah, he set all
3: the,
1: the camera on the tripod. Yeah, wow, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. All right, Fuzzbucket, uh, true to your website and your brand, uh, you rock. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate uh, meeting you and talking music and food with you guys tonight.
3: Absolutely, yeah. thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you.